Welcome to the Manufacturing Masters Podcast with your host, Allison DeFord. Have you ever brought in a consultant or been at an organization where they bring in a consultant or a team and you try to implement change? You do it without getting buy-in from your employees and ultimately the changes never really happen. Well, I'm here to tell you, you can experience a 360 degree opposite effect after you listen to the expertise of today's guest. Paul Vragel is not only a value creator and an interim COO, he's also president of For a Better Business. He's also an expert on the Manufacturing Masters platform and has some fantastic videos that you've got to check out. And he has a surprising past that I know you're going to want to hear about that brought him to the processes and experiences that he brings to manufacturers today. It's pretty cool. So join Paul and I as we dive into this courageous conversation about change and what it takes to set the stage, to get rapid and different results. Everybody, welcome my guest, Paul Vragel. Here we grow. Hey, Paul. Hey. Hey, Allison. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for spending some time with us. I am so excited. I've got a quick question for you. People are going to be a little surprised to know How did you go from naval architecture and marine engineering to what you're doing today (laughs) as a value creator and an interim COO? So there's a, there's a, there's a story attached to that as you might, uh, as you might imagine. So I, I was, I was trained as a naval architect and marine engineer. When I was 22, I was hired by Amoco Corporation to manage ship construction in Spain. And one of the reasons that that was, uh, let's say, even possible is I went to a very small college only for naval architecture and marine engineering. You and I would be a class reunion. I graduated in a class of 19. Wow. And the people who called me were a couple prior graduates of the college who had had all of the same courses and professors that I had. So very high degree of trust that that enables that. Yeah. So um, two weeks later, I'm on a plane to Spain. My instruction set is figure out what you're supposed to do and do that. Nice, nice charter at 22. Yeah. So a a year later, things are going great. Uh, We have an inspection staff over there. Uh, and I'm work- working with them. So these ships that we're building are thousand foot long oil tankers. And uh, a year, <laughs> a year, <laughs> a year after I start uh, there, uh, one of those comes into Lisbon for its guarantee dry dock. So ships like toasters have guarantees or teasers. Uh and that's a heavy inspection period. Look at everything you see. My boss says, why don't you go over there and just observe? Maybe we'll learn something from the ship operating that uh, we can use on the new construction. 
seems logical. Right. So I went over there with a lot of inspections going on. We opened up the bottom end bearings of the main engine, which is a 30,000 horsepower diesel. And all of the bearing material, so this is the poured metal bearing, all the bearing material, which is supposed to be in the bearing, is lying on the journal in pieces. This is really bad. Yeah. Really bad. So I call my boss in Chicago, and I tell him what it, what what we found. He listens for a second, and he says, "Fix it." And I'm I'm on the phone waiting for the rest of the conversation. Right, right. And there wasn't any. That was it. So okay, I'm I'm. I'm 23, I have no authority, no domain knowledge. I have no idea how they make bearings. Uh, no staff, no budget. I don't speak Spanish or Portuguese. Uh, we have a contract with the shipyard, but we don't have a contract with the engine maker. And they build the engine under license from a Danish company. I have these two words. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> was, yeah, well, okay. <laughs> That was the second two words. <laughs> so, so, so I ca I call the I go to Spain, and I ask the engine builder management, "What's the plan?" Seemed like a logical first question, and they they give me a little bit of a quizzical look and say, "We don't think we have a problem." Oh, okay, <laughs> so. We think the Danes have a problem because they designed the engine. We just built it according to what they said. So, okay, I'm 23, but I can recognize. Right. Uh -huh. uh, so I'm sitting in my hotel room in Spain, and pretty much I've got nothing, except I figure I'm there. So I should be able to make something happen. Somehow we can get through this. Uh, so I convinced them to let me go down and, and look at how they make the bearings. The situation gets even worse because I find out that they told the employees that I was there to tell them how to fix this. And I didn't even know what they did. <laughs> so, and, 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 and actually this is dangerous because they would do anything I said without question. But who knows if that had anything to do with solving the problem? So, so I, I'm I'm doing this all kind of on the spot. I said, "Well, let me see if I can turn this to my advantage. I will I will make it clear to them that I have no idea what they actually do. They are the ones who really know, and I'm going to ask them a lot of questions to try to connect what we saw." Uh, what what their process is with what we saw on the bearings. Okay. And I'm going to interrupt you for one second. This is exactly, you just told me and, and everybody listening, you're going to hear how at 23, you naturally organically created the process that you use today. To help yes. people yes. implement change. 
that was the that was the origin case. That, That's it. How it happened. Yeah. Yeah. But, and so I'm so all of this is happening. By the way, they only speak Spanish, and I only speak English. So right. So there was a lot of charades. A lot of yeah, exactly. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever run out of napkins. And no, no. Get chance. So uh, as it as it turns out, it works beyond my wildest dreams. In a few weeks, we not only fix the issue with the bearing, permanently raise their manufacturing capability. And because I was, because of the way I did it, or was forced to do it, if you will, uh, the management and the employees owned the process and the results. And I was just astounded that given, given all that went before, we could get that result. And the, and the other thing that I concluded was this isn't really restricted to this particular case, you know, one particular issue in a company or one organization and could even apply to a whole company, which is eventually mm-hmm. uh, what where you what, went with it I did it yeah exactly <laughs> and uh, and I and I took from that two really simple principles that okay. I still use the first is 90% of the issues that waste time and money and produce bad results are embedded in process and execution yes. with the caveat that that's always different than how it's documented or expected that it works. Mm-hmm. Reality is a different thing. And then the second principle is the employees are the world's experts at knowing what they actually do every day. Yes. So that doesn't mean they're the expert at the task, but what they do, they know better than anybody. Mm-hmm. So hmm, let's so- see. We don't. So our the the really short elevator speech about our business is what we do is uh, help owners and their employees take the company operationally from here to there in that much time. Yes. Well, and that's something I think. Who the person listening today? I think that's the biggest takeaway I get from because you are one of the experts that's on the Manufacturing Masters platform. And in one of your amazing videos, I watched them all and I learned so much. I have pages of notes, literally. And one of the things that caught my attention that I think the person listening is going to take away from all this is number one, and this is from your, you know, your words, not mine, change needs buy-in to be successful. And it can't happen in two years or two months. It needs to happen in a matter of weeks or days. And that is part of your, I feel like your true expertise is rapid transformation 
Right. Would you if agree? You, Did I capture ab- that right? Ab- yes, you a- absolutely. If you if you do if you do this in two years, nobody cares. Right. If you do it in six months, nobody cares. Do it in weeks and change as you go. Uh, having made that initial, gotten that initial buy-in mm-hmm. on, on day one, by the way, uh, it, the effect is absolutely transformational. People just, they just buy in. I, I mean, the 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 football analogy, if you will, is you can't in football you can't defend speed. Well, same thing in execution. We're we're instead of. Uh, spending all our time overcoming resistance to change, we're executing on things people want to do as fast as we possibly can. Right, and what a difference. It, in, in a sense, we're out-executing the naysayers. Mm-hmm. Well, was... I, I and I don't mean to interrupt you, there are three that, things I... that you talk about in getting buy-in and implementing rapid change. And I wanted to talk about those. Have you talk about those briefly? Sure. You talk about getting buy-in from employees. You talk about capturing and evaluating. And you talk about creating a visual twin, which we both know. It reminded me of our buddy Greg Michio's digital twin. Okay. Right. And I think it's a brilliant concept. So on getting buy-in from employees, you say something that really caught my attention. And I think this will click for anybody listening. The reason this is so important to get buy-in from your employees is that number one, we all know people are resistant to change, right? We all are. But you say people don't want to be a changey, which intimates it's happening to me. Like, right? Like I'm a victim. Instead, tell everyone listening how you help get buy-in from employees that makes this all work so much better and so much faster. Right. So the the so the 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 first message uh, is really the first element you have to deal with is eliminating fear. Okay. Because Perfect. if change comes, you know. Management announces a big change initiative, or you know, a change in some area, or or a consultant shows up. What's the first thing what? that employees thinking? Bingo! The very first thing they're thinking <laughs> is, "What is going to happen to me? How does this affect me? Am I going to get fired?" Right, right. They're going to eliminate me. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 The, the 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 second thought, if they get there, is oh no, here we go again. Uh-huh. Okay, but all right, we'll we'll just recognize that because we're gonna we're gonna dispel that right away. Um. So the the first part of that is to of eliminating fear is to paint the alternative picture here, which is this is about productivity and growth for the company whatever that issue well it was that said that drove the change to be started this is about productivity and growth and with productivity and growth comes opportunities so setting setting the expectation with the employees it's like creating an agreement 
Right. Right. If you dispel the myths and you set the expectation, but then make an agreement. Like I heard a while back, the difference between expectations and agreements are that expectations are generally never met unless you make an agreement and both people are saying, yes, I'm in. Right. Now something's going to happen, something positive. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of jump through that because it's all, it's all, it's, it's actually a really tight package. So first is this, this is about productivity and growth. Second piece is they're expecting a consultant standing there to say, well, okay, we have a training program. You're all going to be scheduled and Mm -hmm. here's some tools. And by the way, I have these magic beans that (laughs) you don't understand, but trust us, this is really good stuff. Uh, no, I say, okay, you know, you guys, I understand you guys are the world's experts at knowing what really happens around here. Am I right? Mm-hmm. And they get exactly that head nodding. Yep. A little bit of polish on the lapels. Uh, to which I say, great, because we are actually going to talk with you, listen to you, where you work and as you work, and capture what really actually happens. Mm-hmm. Not the problem, not a list of problems. That doesn't help any of it. How does it really work? And you are the ones who know that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to listen to you. We're going to build what I call a visual twin. So it's a map of the whole company, front to back, top to bottom. We're going to do this quickly as we... Quickly, but in depth. Mm-hmm. As we do that, all the things that really need work, and we'll move the company ahead, appear, mm-hmm. and you guys are not part of the problem; you're part of the solution. Love so let's do, let's do a real quick review. No fault. Yay. You guys are the world's experts. Yep. Uh, we're going to listen to you and build this visual twin as we do all the things that need work show up and you're part of the solution. So at, at, the, at that point, I really only have, I really only have one question. Who's in to work with me on that basis? Raise your hand. There's the agreement. There's the agreement. Mm-hmm. And Almost all the hands go up. You'll always have a resistor. <laughs> That's okay. Well, and 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 actually, I mean, I know how this works. I mean, I've been doing this for thirty years, so I I know how this works. And I had one where the uh, having made this, you know, the general manager says, "Here's Paul, and he's going to help us do X Y Z." And one of those those uh, people who was who is, uh, you know, that they have a bully pulpit inside the company beyond what their mm-hmm. position is. He looks me straight in the eye and he says, we'll see about that. Okay. As I say, I've been doing this a long time. I know how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in this particular case, within a few weeks, working with you know uh, the, the whole the whole team there. So we're, we're, we're touching all of the processes in the company. 
we solve a problem he's been working on for two years. This is, puts him in a very interesting position. I'm all for lifetime in seeing, and his, his one of the reasons why he had that blue pup, but he was right. Everybody, they tried a bunch of stuff before and nothing worked. Uh, so, so he so had he, some reason to be. He had, he had abs yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there was a reason he had that Bowie pulpit. Okay. So now, now doing this, we've actually achieved a change, right? Kind of upfront and, and personal. So he's got a very interesting choice. He could say, no, nah, this doesn't work. And then people will say, well, I don't know. Maybe, you know, seems to be working. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're not going to listen to George anymore. Well, I'm all for lifetime in seeing anybody want to give up a bully pulp. Right. So his preferred choice is to keep that. And the way he does that is to say, this is great. This really works. So now, without let's say, extra effort. Now we have all of his experience and credibility working for us. Nice. People say, hey, George is in. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Okay. What do you want? You know, how, how should we proceed? Let's do this. Um, so that, that, uh, that literally, I mean, I, I, I say to people, uh, you can get buy into change across the company in a day. And we, I mean, as, as most point, people believe the, you when you say that, that they are incredulous. They are incredulous. But if I, you know, if I go through this, this, uh, you deliver short, short, I mean, that's, that's literally the intro to to doing a transformational effort inside a company. Mm -hmm. I say a day. That conversation is usually about 15 minutes. But the rest of the day then is there's, there's always going to be a break, right? right? At lunch or break time or whatever it is. And I know that whoever I have interviewed to that point is going to get bombarded with questions about what is this really all about? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard it. I, yeah, I raised my hand. But what's it really? Is that? Is it, and the response they get is, he he did exactly what he said. Mm -hmm. He just he's the he real deal. Asked, he asked what I did. We identified the things that I did. There are some things that I do that are pretty stupid. He didn't tell me I was stupid. He just okay. That's that's what really happens. And in very short order, we've got people literally chasing us down in the company who see, hey, this is something that happens. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's a real mess. And I know that if you see it, it'll get incorporated in this whole effort and we'll fix it. So now they become excited about change. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, in in one case, we had the supervisors, three shift operation supervisors, stop going out for smokes. 
and coming in to talk about process improvement changes that they wanted. Production supervisor. Mic drop. Wow. Exactly. Wow. It really, I mean, the, it creates an environment. Uh, it's, it is safe for change, improvement seeking. You can, you can actually feel the environment when you walk into the company. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. A, there's an there's an energy mm-hmm. uh, about that, uh, and uh, and and we actually, I mean, one of our clients actually used that. Uh, so first step was uh, was an automotive supplier, uh, lower quartile performance versus their peers. They <laughs> we did this. Built the visual twin in 30 days. As we did it, we fixed 75 issues in the company. Fixed, gone, done. Not listed to be worked on. Done. 75. They they had a 30% increase in earnings in six months, and they used that environment to pursue and get their first ever business with Toyota in 12 months. I mean, that's a... That's a five-year journey with yep. uncertain end. And because of the the environment that they had and the performance that was created, 12 months to uh, pursue and achieve. Wow. It's well, huge, huge business benefits. Well, that's huge. No, and the, the thing I love about this, because I like to see <clears throat> things sound great and results say a lot. But what I like to pull out of these conversations for our listeners is what was the thing that made this happen? And I just wanted to point out, you talk about, or you just talked about creating an improvement seeking environment. So creating that space, like you said, the safe space, the space for change, and the space for people to be seen and heard and understood. Right. So do that first. That's what you do at the beginning. Set the expectation, create the agreement, create that safe space and an environment for change. Where in the past, correct me if I'm wrong, but like you said, you're all standing around on the shop floor and the CEO walks through with this consultant and tells you it's almost like a mandate. You can expect some change around here. This is Paul. He's going to be talking to you. And you're like, I think I'm going to be tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So what a difference though. Like this to me is what's really important. Set the stage, set the tone. You're going to experience tremendously different results yeah and it's all it's all it's all by action not by posters and things and there's a there's a uh uh there's a simple cultural change model that goes with it i I call it a model but it's it's the reality it's it's really four things actions not we talk about it. We have meetings about it. We, oh, right. Actions, which become habits, 
Mm-hmm. So you have to have repetition there. That's right. that's part of why the speed of this is so important because people are seeing this every day, every day, every day. They're seeing it more than one times a day, either in their own environment, you know, their own work, or everybody they're going to lunch with or out to whatever their inter- their reactions are. And doing that so it becomes a habit for individuals. Mm-hmm. Habit is not a group thing. It's an individual thing. Mm-hmm. And now it starts to become an expectation of behavior. This is what, you know, this is what I'm doing here. What, you know, the look at, look at the process. How does it really actually work? But work with that. I expect you mm-hmm. to do the same thing. And now we have, we have a, a group. Bye. Uh, sustained. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets you culture yes yes it it will always get you culture the question is getting the culture that you really want right right a healthy culture seth godin says has this great phrase that i love and he says you know people like us do things like this around here and it's meant to be a very positive like especially when you're marketing to an audience it's most important according to him and i fully agree to understand how do the people that you want to be of service to how do they do things what's important to them yes and i feel like yes yeah that's good marketing always starts from the inside out and that starts with culture so i think this is all and you know i always feel like everything's tied together anyway Everything's connected. Sales operations, oh, yes. marketing, yes. fill oh, in absolutely. the blank, all connected. So yeah. this is very exciting. Right. I feel like this is the systemic fix things systemically internally in a positive, healthy way that people get excited about and watch what happens above absolutely. the surface. Yeah. Once once you get that, you can you can go anywhere and do anything i mean Mm -hmm. people are talking you know i mean technology is is the big okay we're going to use technology to be more well if if you have that kind of understanding of how you actually work yeah and the buy-in to change where you you know to things you want to uh makes it very easy to pick and implement technologies that'll actually make a difference for your business as opposed to just, you know, Hey, I got back from Fabtech and I saw this cool thing. We should do that. Exactly. And then you try to, you try to plug that in and nobody's on board. And I mean, I heard, I heard one horror story where where somebody actually uh, went back to their green screen system because new system was so, 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 Poorly selected, badly implemented, and not supported. Other, you know, other than that, things were fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, it's a shame we have to wrap up. And I wanted to end with this quote that is on your website, and I, I'm experiencing several clients right now who are saying this exact thing. I think this is so common. 
And I think this is a beautiful way to end our time together because it speaks to the benefits of your process and your method. It was from Don Ortiz. And he said, we waited to start until things calmed down. If I had known how easy this would be on our organization and how quickly we would see results, we would have started months ago. Right? Yeah. So I just thought that was was so beautiful. And it's so true. It's like if we can just get out of our own way as business owner and and the time to do it isn't when things have calmed down. Because they never never do. There'll always be another something. So I just gosh, we could we we've got to do some more episodes together because I feel like you bring so much value more than 30 years doing this and 40 years plus collectively. And I think the, well, anybody listening, I want to encourage you to connect with Paul uh, via LinkedIn. He is a wealth of information and a really good human. And also to catch his videos on the Manufacturing Masters platform. They're incredibly insightful. They're short as all the videos are and to the point zero fluff. Trust me, you will take away some brilliant nuggets that you can use in your business today. So thank you so much, Paul, for spending time with us. We appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. I'd, I'd be be happy to do it again. This has been been a pleasure speaking with you and happy to uh, take the time and, and, and happy to answer uh, questions that, that, you know, connect with people and answer questions that people have. Uh, there's a link on our site that you can actually set up a, set up a time to speak. I love um, that. If that's of interest and yeah. uh, happy to do that. Cool. Well, anybody listening, please take advantage of that. Paul, like I said, is a wealth of information and um, just incredibly easy to talk to and a really good listener, which I think is part of his uh, expertise and skill set. So, um, Thank you, everybody, for listening, for sharing this with a colleague or with somebody in your network if you find value. And if nobody tells you this week, we see you, you're important, and I want you to keep manufacturing out loud because what you're doing matters. Until next time, everybody. If you're not already, subscribe to the Manufacturing Masters podcast on Apple Music or Spotify. And for a deeper dive, head on over to manufacturing-masters.com. It's everything they never taught you in school.